Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Dean Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And you are listening live to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode 343. Thanks to Lance Davis for following me with the intro. And we're about to get it on and popping on an election day. Make sure you get out there and vote. You probably know my politics. But it doesn't matter what your politics are. Get out there and vote. But we got a good show for you today on a Tuesday. Here's what we're going to do. Like we usually do, we're going to look back a little bit at week nine and tell you about the trends, the takeaways, the injuries, who's next man up for some injuries, and they were some. Okay, what I got right, what I got wrong. Then we'll look ahead to starting the week 10 waiver wire ads, okay? There are some interesting guys on the waiver wire this week, especially if you are in need of a running back, especially if you are in PPR formats, I got not one, not two, but three names you should look at for a PPR running back that you could probably get on the waiver wire, so stay locked for that. Okay, then, as always, we're going to put the fun and functional sports content a little bit later on in the show. All right, in segment three, we're going to get down with the stats overbeat cipher. I got my man Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Dilly dilly to him. I ain't got my beard today. I don't know. Does this qualify as a uh, autumnal mead? I'm not sure, but we're going to make it, you know, it's going to be done by the time this hour is done. And with the seven likes that are on there right now, we're going to get that up and popping as well. Okay. We're going to take your questions right here in the chat room on YouTube. We'll check it with the phone number. We'll give the phone number a little bit later on as well. Okay. So a good show for you as you continue your playoff push. We also got a poll question up there for you right now. If you check it out on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, the question is, Le'Veon Bell tweeted, quote-unquote, farewell Miami yesterday, leaving many people to believe he is on his way to Pittsburgh. He's only got, at this point, something like seven days left to report. What is your reaction to it? You know, and my options are, yes, welcome back, Le'Veon. Is it, boo, I'm on Team Connor right now? Is it, can we just end this already? You know, we're giving updates every week. Can we just stop with this? Or is the question now, now who do I start? You know, and I think that's an interesting one. We already have a response by Jared Savino, who I like, friend of the cipher, says, as both the Lev Bell and the James Conner owner, I wish Bell had either been traded, but now I hope he just doesn't play at all so I could ride the hot hand with Conner. Listen, Jared, I'm in the same boat. In my long-term dynasty league, where, by the way, I am 8-1 and one and in first place. I'll have you guys zoom in on that one in a little while. Uh, um, I own Bell and Connor, and I'm in the same boat. I was hoping Bell got traded, so I had starting running backs on two teams. Now I'm hoping it just don't happen at all because R- Connor right now is RB3 in fantasy. And what I've said, I said it two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I said, here's what's going to happen and why it's going to suck for Connor owners and Bell owners. What's going to happen is this is going to become a timeshare. And the reason why you love Le'Veon Bell usually is because he's one of these workhorse backs. The reason James Conner is, you know, running back three right now in fantasy is because he is performed as a workhorse back. Neither one of them are going to be workhorse backs. What you now have is two, I don't know, we'll see, you know, RB2s maybe, an RB2 and a flex play. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for that stud as you go into the fantasy playoffs, and we'll see how the Pittsburgh Steelers decide to play it. All right, so that's the poll question. Let me know what you think. Let's dive in right now to some news and notes since last we spoke on Thursday. First of all, some people going to IR, all right, on wide receivers going to IR, some wide receiver news, all right. Paul Richardson from the Washington football team, he is having season-ending shoulder surgery. Say that five times fast. Season-ending shoulder surgery. Well, that. He's having it. Okay, so question is, who's next man up? All right. 
Um, is Jameson Crowder going to be back healthy? I got a waiver potential ad, right? Is Josh Doxson? Do they just throw more to Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis? I'll let you know when we talk about my waiver wire ads. I think the Jameson Crowder health is a big deal this week to see how you play the Washington attack. All right, Geronimo Allison has also been sent to IR. He's having that groin issue. The Packers put him on IR. I'm telling you right now, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Marquez Valdez-Scantling needs to be in lineups. He needs to be on rosters. We talked about MVS before, and then people were like, oh, but Cobb and Allison are coming back. Maybe I drop MVS. He has been dropped in a lot of places. By the way, I am now calling Marquez Valdez Scanting and MVS, just so you know. Um, but MVS is right back in that position, okay? So, yeah, you need to add him if possible. Um, you're hearing Buzz, Des Bryant working out for the Saints. We'll see. Keep an eye on that. Brandon Marshall working out for the Lions. We'll see. Keep an eye out on that. Also, listen, the Ravens are on bye. They are one of four teams that have a bye this week. This week, Minnesota, Denver, Houston, and the Baltimore Ravens are on bye. So this isn't a Week 10 thing. But in week 11, I kind of wonder who's going to be the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Our boy saying is definitively Flacco, though. He's saying the team is riding with Flacco. The question is, do you believe him? I think that with the Ravens still in contention, they're going to ride Flacco as long as they're still in contention. Okay, I've been saying this, by the way, that Flacco and that offense started off hot. They've lost something like four of their last five games. The shine has come off the Joe Flacco rose, right? And so the question is, when is it Lamar time, right? It's already been Baker time. It's already been Josh Allen time. It's already been Josh Rosen time. It started off as Sam Darnold time. When does Lamar enter the fray as the fifth rookie quarterback? It is going to happen. The question is really when. I don't think it happens, you know, obviously the bye this week. I think Flacco does, in fact, start for them next week. In week 11, though, the Ravens see the Cincinnati Bengals, I do believe, okay? And that is a huge game that will decide the fate of Joe Flacco as a starting quarterback in Baltimore, okay? They've lost four of their last five, okay? Week five, they lost to Cleveland 12-9. They got a win against Tennessee, 21-0, right? They lose to New Orleans. They put up 23 points. They lose to Carolina. They put up 21 points. They lose to Pittsburgh. They put up 16 points. That's pretty much what they do. No, it is not the 47 points of week one. No, it is not the 27 points of week three. But that's what they've been doing. But Joe Flacco has been going down as well. He has not. He's only topped over 12 points one of his last four games, right? So here's the thing. Against Cincy in Week 11, if they win that game, though, they're right back in the hunt. They're five and five if that's what happens, right? But if they lose that and they're four and six and they start to fall off the face of the earth, that's where I think they go to Lamar Jackson. Okay, so if you are in the fantasy playoffs in a super flex or a two quarterback league, I'm telling you right now, in weeks 15 and 16, when you need him, I don't know if he's going to be on the center. So I think you need to plan accordingly and do it now. All right, but you know, Harbaugh saying at least that Flacco will be in the saddle at least for week 11. So. You got to be okay with that. I also want to give you a piece of news. This is not necessarily for fantasy right now, but for my team that I have been hyping up all season long, I'm talking about the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, news that Hunter Henry may come back uh, this season. Remember, he tore his ACL in training camp. There's news that he's already running, cutting, doing some things. He's ahead of schedule, and boy, could the Chargers use him. I've already said this. I'm high on the Chargers. I've talked about some teams where last week I was like, don't look now. The Chargers were definitely one of them. They were part of the reason I hit my parlay over at the sports book on Sunday. If you hit me on at Spit and Speed, you see where I was all weekend. Um, but this is great. Kidding me? The Chargers might get a uh, Pro Bowl caliber tight end back and a Pro Bowl caliber pass rusher back in the next uh, month or so. Because remember, Joey Boza could be coming back, augmenting that defense. I've told you about the Los Angeles Chargers as a defense. All right, let's go once again. Bring up their schedule. I'm telling you about the Chargers. People ask me about defenses to stream. All right, listen. Next week, Oakland. I'll take it. The week after that, Denver. I'll take it. The week after that, Arizona. I'll take the Chargers as a fantasy defense for the rest of the regular season. Thank you very, very much. All right. Other news and notes. Listen, Chris Carson banged up with that thigh. All right, he's day-to-day. We're going to get practice reports later on in the week. But, yes, I'm telling you right now, Mike Davis is a viable waiver wire ad because if, I, if Carson's not there, remember how much 
the Seattle Seahawks are running the ball. Remember, I've been talking about that, that the Seahawks are running something like 60% of the time. All right? So, yeah, you want that running back, whoever it is. And if Carson's out, no, I don't think it's going to be the kid Penny. I think it's going to be Mike Davis. So that's interesting. The other injuries I want to talk about last week, and, you know, people don't look at this a lot. Fantasy players don't look at it. The casual fan. The Washington football team had not one, not two, but three offensive linemen. They were already without all pro uh, tackle Trent Williams. They had three offensive linemen go down, and I think they're all out for the rest of the year. There's two starting guards now out for the rest of the year. Their tackle is gone for the rest of the year. You know what that means? That means it is time right now to hop off of the Adrian Peterson bandwagon. Okay, it is time to hop off. A lot of people are like, yeah, Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson at 32 years old and blah, blah, blah. We are now getting a complete backup offensive line in Washington. Those guys are crazy. Forget about them. All right. So I think the shine is off the rose. I am now down on Adrian Peterson because of that offensive line. They also remember Richardson's gone. They got no weapons anymore. Okay, Washington had a chance. They were five and two. Right. With Dallas struggling, with Philly getting out of the gate slow, they had a chance. They lose in Atlanta, to Atlanta on Sunday and they lose their offensive lineman. This I'm telling you right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are primed to win the NFC East like at nine and seven. That's what I think is going to happen. So watch that now and its impact on Alex Smith, on Adrian Peterson or on anybody in Washington. The other thing, other news and notes to note. A.J. Green, guys, this is important. A.J. Green is going to miss some time. They're being very vague about it because they didn't have to say anything because the Bengals were on bye last week. A.J. Green is going to miss some time. All right? I think he's going to miss multiple weeks. I think he's going to miss two to four weeks. All right? And two to four weeks is the rest of your fantasy regular season. So, if you are, you know, 8-1, and one, like Speeds and Spitting Statistician, if you're 7-2, and two, if you feel good about the playoffs, it's all good. You could stash A.J. Green. You could bench him for now. Make it rock and be okay. If you're four and five, you're five and four, and you need to make a push, you need to strongly consider trading A.J. Green to one of the top echelon teams in your league and getting something that can help you right now. If you're four and five, if you're five and four, you got four weeks left, and you need to win, I mean, in most settings and most formats. And you need to win if you're, you know, four and five. I've been telling you guys. A high-scoring 7-6 and six team, the highest-scoring 7-6 and six team is going to be the last team in the playoffs. 8-5, and five, you want to be safe. So if you're 5-4, and four, you need to go 3-1 and one here. A.J. Green's going to not help you go 3-1 and one over the next four weeks, okay? So you need to think short-term, and uh, I'm concerned about A.J. Green. I got to tell you something. I think that toe is going to be an issue. All right, also, Nick Mullins is going to be the starting quarterback in San Francisco. Let's see what he does. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just Oakland. Right. But you know who they have next week? The New York Giants. You know... Oakland and the Giants both seem to be trading, fire sale, tanking, making quote-unquote business decisions. So I'm okay with Nick Mullins, at least for another week. And then also, you know, over the weekend, the Arizona Cardinals cut Sam Bradford. So let's see if he latches on somewhere. We've been talking about some bad quarterback situations. You know, Miami, New York with the Giants, Jacksonville, Tampa. Let's see if Bradford catches on anywhere all right thanks to everybody in the cypher we got some questions going on we got people listen we up at 28 likes i like the 121 people watching right now what up siraj patel what up chris c what up strong style what up everybody that's out there perry ng and the like we're gonna get to your questions big timer all right the whole crew is here that's what's up so we're gonna answer some of your questions but first we're gonna get into what i got right what I got wrong, so I can set the stage, I can be accountable, all that good stuff. We'll give you our waiver wise, and then we're going to get at some questions for the Stats Overbeat Cypher here on Fantasy Freestyle episode, oh, what are we up to? Episode 343, that's what's up. We got to do a, I don't know, Danny, we got to do something special, like when we hit 350, because that's going to happen in the month of December. We're going to hit 350, then we're going to hit 365. We got to do something for that. But anyway, what I was right on, what I was wrong, here's what I got right. I already talked about this. The Baltimore Herd. I've been telling you that the Herd in Baltimore and Joe Flacco is coming back down to earth. Flacco, 23 of 37, 209 yards. And here's the thing. Eight different players had receptions. All right? Nobody, though, had more than Willie Sneed's 58 yards. That is a true fantasy Herd that is on the way down. I am divesting right now from guys like John Brown, from Flacco himself, from these tight ends. They're like four tight ends that get catches, okay? Three running backs that get catches, Unless you need them because of buys, you can no longer count on Crabtree, on Brown, on, you know, Mark Andrews, on, uh, you know, uh, Buck Allen, 
It's going down and it's spread so thin. And I told you about that. I was right. Full chub, baby. It's time to go full chub. I think he's a low-end RB1 moving forward. I was telling you, he's right on that RB1-2 edge. And he delivered again. 85 yards and a touchdown. A total of 90 yards. And he got, listen, 23 touches, okay? I think that is going to be consistent. Duke Johnson is going to be a thing again in the PPR receiving game. Nick Chubb is going to be a back that is going to tote the rock. Running back is so... Um, independable. So many teams with timeshares and stuff. Nick Chubb is going to be a high RB2 or a back-end RB1, and I was correct on that one. I've also been saying another guy that I kind of like is Deion Lewis, man. I've been saying everyone was like off of these Titans, right? Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry, and I've been telling people, wait up on Deion Lewis. Well, if you listen to Speeds the Spitting Statistician, you were fine, okay? He had 19 carries for 62 yards, another 60 yards in the receiving game, and a touchdown. What's more important to me he out-touched Derrick Henry in what was a competitive game for the most part, 23-8. to I've been telling you, Deion Lewis is the guy to own. Somebody hit me up on social media earlier that Deion Lewis was available on their waivers. Go grab him. The running backs I'm talking about later on are a tier below Deion Lewis, and I think that's where you need to go. And also, listen, I've been telling you about some teams that I think are primed and ready to make a statement, and three of them performed really well. On Sunday, I've been telling you about the Chargers. They now are 6-2, and two, only a game back of the Chiefs in the AFC West. Phillip Rivers may be having his best season of his career, and I know that's crazy because it's something like a 17-year career, but he's got 19 touchdowns and three interceptions in eight games, all right? They're getting a healthy uh, Melvin Gordon back. Joey Bosa's coming back. Uh, maybe Hunter Henry. They look good. The Saints look incredible. Drew Brees is an MVP candidate. And don't forget about the Panthers. Cam Newton goes 19 of 25 improving his completion percentage the running totals are there christian mccaffrey is an absolute beast curtis samuel dj moore getting involved i told you these teams are making statements and that is what's happening when we come back on fantasy freestyle i'll tell you what i got wrong i'm back from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Celebrate. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Hey, there we go. All right, by the way, uh, Brian, uh, Brian Chinisi. I hope I got the pronunciation right, Brian. Big things. I've been seeing you around, and I saw that you're going to be at the book next week on uh, Sunday for the football games, okay? So I appreciate that. Yeah, I was down there on AC. I had, uh, you know, our, our good friend, Craig Carton. Uh, hooked me up with that. So big shout out to Craig Carton. Uh, we did a little bowling outing about a few months ago, and Carton, you know, was nice enough to offer a free Atlantic City weekend uh, to the winner, whoever was the best bowler. And your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, put up a one ninety six to take the title. So I was out there last weekend, and it was a good time, Brian. You got to let me tell you something right now, Brian. If you go in there. The book to go to is at Ocean. Don't go to the Borgata book. Don't go to the Trot book. Go to Ocean. Okay, they're the ones that got it right. The William Hill book, nice little comfy chairs and all that stuff. But if you're going to get there for football, you need to get there by 11 a.m. to get some kind of area. All right, because it's a madhouse. All right, but it was a lot of fun. Thanks for the shout out, Brian. Uh, Snorkel Ops over there is, is saying positive things. I like that. Um, let's get to 50 likes. Let's do that. Big shout out to Snorkel Ops. Jordan, who's out there? Yeah. I agree with you. Keenan Allen is primed and ready to go this week because they're facing the Oakland Raiders, and the Oakland Raiders, they're worrying about their tea times. They're not worried about playing football. I like that call on Keenan Allen, Jordan. Big timer. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate the love. As always, strong style. You know I love you with the Chargers D. That's where I am going. And the 10th flow is asking me about Mike Davis and Elijah McGuire. I'm telling you right now, I like both of those guys as a waiver wire ad. I have a slight lean to Elijah McGuire, especially in PPR formats. All right. Um, Snapcount actually had McGuire out snapping Isaiah Crowell 
on Sunday. So we'll get into that a little bit. We got a couple of other questions here from the Cypher. Jay Franco saying, I need a handcuff for Gronk. Doyle, Uzuma, Herndon, and Watson are on the wire. Interestingly enough, Herndon has been looking good lately. He is the seventh tight end in the last month, okay? But I don't think it's Herndon for me. Doyle, I like. He's coming back off by. You have him available. That's nice. I like Doyle. But he would be second on this list to me. Why? Because he's still competing with um, Eric Ebron. Uzuma, however, I think is very interesting. And the reason why is this A.J. Green injury, guys. Okay, this A.J. Green injury, if he misses time, what's going to wind up happening is then Boyd comes to be the number one guy. John Ross, the speedster who could have got an island, he's practicing again maybe. But what's going to happen and why this may not be a great thing for Tyler Boyd is all of a sudden he's going to get wide receiver one attention. He's going to get wide receiver one defense. He's going to get safeties rolling over to him. I love Tyler Boyd, but he's a number two. Is he going to be able to thrive in that kind of environment with that kind of attention? I don't think so, to be quite honest. So I go to CJ Uzuma, and I think he will be patrolling the field. For me, Frank, um, Jay Franco, it's either Doyle or Uzuma. I got a slight lean to Uzuma. Larry M., also, which defense should I grab? Bills, Packers, Redskins, or Colts? That's an interesting one. Listen, the Washington football team, they have been doing it a lot lately, but here's what I, I've liked their defense a lot lately, but I think that they're so gashed up because of that offensive line. It can really, I know it's the offensive line, but that can impact an entire higher team right offensive line all of a sudden Alex Smith sack fumbled and the defense is put in a bad place all of a sudden they can't move the ball defense is put in a bad place so I like Washington generally but let's see about these matchups okay you're asking about the Bills Hmm, the Bills play the Jets that is interesting Sam Darnold has been a turnover machine lately so you know the bills are an option let's see about the green bay packers the packers they host the dolphins at home um that is also an option that's an interesting option um so far though i like the bills better just because sam donald's been turning it over so much let's see those other options for you the washington football team or the indianapolis colts um, Washington at Tampa. No, I don't like that. That's going to be a kind of shootout back and forth. And I told you I'm not on Washington right now. What was the other one? The Colts. Mm, they're home against Jacksonville. You know, they ain't doing it. Um, give me the Colts. You know, I've liked the Colts as a streaming defense. So that's my answer for you there. Strong style is saying Big Ben or Philip Rivers this week. Listen, I've been loving Philip Rivers. All right, I'm telling you guys, Phillip Rivers against Oakland? Give me that all day. The Steelers have a different kind of matchup Thursday night. Carolina's a much better defense. Give me Phillip Rivers. All right, let's get into it. What I got right, what I got wrong. I told you what I got right. Here's what I got wrong. I got to acknowledge this to you. Um, Nick Mullins. He put it in my eye. When I was here last Thursday, I was talking about how I wanted the Oakland defense streaming against them, that I was off Nick Mullins. I actually changed a pick in one of my pools. I switched from San Francisco to Oakland live here on air. Listen, the kid went 16 to 22, 262 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions in a huge 34 to 3 win. They have just announced that he's going to be the starter. He looked like the moment was not too big for him. Um, He put it in my eye. I got that wrong. All right. The other thing. I got wrong. Listen, I was trying to give you guys Isaiah Crowell as a DFS play. I did give him as a DFS play. He defecated the mattress. On 14 touches, he only gets a total of 52 yards. Elijah McGuire is the one. All right, I'm telling you, Elijah McGuire, however, seven carries, 30 yards, another three catches, 37 yards. They're going to use him in the passing game. And I think the Jets are going to need that passing game back because Sam Darnold's putting them in bad spots now. They're they're down in games. He had another four picks on Sunday for Sam I am. Um, the shine is off the rose on the rookie season of Sam Darnold as well. I'm still comfortable as a Jets fan that he is the long-term answer. He's just taking his rookie bumps and bruises like many rookies do, but I was off on Crowell. My bad. I was also off on uh, that Washington-Atlanta game. I liked Washington. I was part of that crew that was like, oh, Atlanta's going to be outside. Oh, Washington is a sneaky 5-2. and two. They've been doing it. I was wrong. Matt Ryan, 350 yards, four touchdowns outside. I think the Falcons are kind of trying to get right, and I told you from here on in, I think the Washington football team is full gazy. They don't have an offensive line. One other thing, you know, I was close. I was telling you two guys that I thought would stand to benefit after the trading deadline. They were Cortland Sutton in Denver and Galladay in Detroit. 
And Sutton goes three for 57, all right? But Jeff Hireman is taking all these Demarius Thomas kind of looks, and that's a little bit crazy. I'm okay with it, right? I still think he's climbing, but he didn't fully live up to expectations last week. I acknowledge that. And Galladay, listen, three for 46 and a rushing yard, right? So I still think they're going to use that opportunity. But Theo Riddick came back in that scenario, and Theo Riddick caught like seven balls, something like that. So I think that's, you know, Something he's going to have to contend with. And Theo Riddick may be doing the short passing game role that Golden Tate once had. All right, so let's do this. Let's get into our waivers for different positions, okay? At quarterback, I'm telling you right now, Nick Mullins, go right ahead. I'm okay with that if you need him. And I'll tell you why, because the next two games Nick Mullins has are against the Giants and against Tampa Bay. That's a nice little stretch. He can make some hay against those two guys, because, against those two defenses. So because of that, I'm okay with Nick Mullins in the short term. If you need a short-term ad, let's say, you know, oh, I don't know, you got Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins on by this week, right? That's possible. The other guy I'll tell you to look for, and this is a proactive play. I said it at the top of the show that Harbaugh is saying he's still rolling with Flacco. It might be time for you to get Lamar Jackson on some rosters. If you're going to be in the playoffs, Joe Flacco, I don't think, is going to be the quarterback for the Ravens in the playoffs. So you may need to invest now in Lamar Jackson when they're on by, before when Harbaugh's still talking that talk about Flacco. Okay, so those are some quarterbacks there on that side. Um, but hopefully you don't need a quarterback, right? Um, the running back. I told you I got not one, not two, but three PPR kind of guys. Here's what I'm talking about. First, only 48% owned Duke Johnson, okay? Remember, new head, no head coach, no offensive coordinator. They were going to change, and I wanted to see what it was. The change is that they are getting Duke Johnson involved as a pass-catching back. Chubb is going to still get, tote the rock, but Duke Johnson is going to get involved. He caught a ton of balls, got in the end zone right now. Pick up Duke Johnson, okay? Especially in PPR leagues. Duke Johnson is my number one ad. My number two ad. Elijah McGuire from the Jets. He outsnapped Isaiah Crowell. All right. I think Elijah McGuire is going to be that PPR back similar to Duke Johnson, similar to Theo Riddick, who I also have on this list. If you need a PPR back right now, listen, you could be on by with no Alex Collins, with no Lamar Miller, with no, uh, you know, Lindsey, with no Cook or Lat Murray. And you could do a lot worse than Elijah McGuire this week, okay? In PPR formats, I think he'll be just fine. I told you about Theo Riddick as well. But don't get it twisted. I mentioned Mike Davis as well as a guy if um, Carson doesn't go. So keep an eye out on that Carson injury news if he's practicing later on in the week. Don't get it twisted also at running back. There are a couple of guys. Remember, I always say look at the teams who had the bye last week. Maybe someone had to drop someone who is viable because that team was on bye and now they're back in action. So I look at Indianapolis and I look at Philadelphia here. Naheem Hines is owned in only 30% of leagues right now, okay? He's someone you could look at, especially in PPR leagues. You know, Marlon Mack is going to be that early down guy, but you've seen Hines pop off. Hines is going to catch some balls as well. Naheem Hines is worth a look. He's available in two-thirds of leagues. And then on Philly... You want to take a flyer on the kid Josh Adams? Go ahead. I'm okay with that. The reason why is because it's about upside, right? Like, you know what Mike Davis is going to be. You know, you know what, like, Theo Riddick and some of these other guys are going to be. Adams has a chance, the upside, to grab this role, okay? And then they're not, you know, playing musical chairs with guys like Clement and Smallwood and Sproles when he gets back. There's a chance that they like this kid Adams out of Notre Dame. If they want him to be the guy, he's got a shot to be the guy. So your your potential value there is a lot better if you invest in Adams. So I think that is okay. All right, let's talk about wide receivers. And wide receiver tip, here's some guys I want to give you. I talked about MVS already. Valdez Scantling's owned in about 40 45% of leagues. Go get him. With Allison going to IR, Valdez Scanling has been great in the last couple of weeks in fill-in duty for these guys, whether it was Cobb or Allison. MVS is viable. Aaron Rodgers looks his way. Get you some MVS if he is uh, available in your league. Some other guys, though. Uh, Tyrell Williams, who might be available. Tyrell Williams, who's heading into free agency, is having a nice little year. He is the number two option there behind Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen had a great game. Keenan Allen, it was nice to see him back into the fold. I know he has been disappointing owners for a long time now this season. But Ty Williams, I think, is a guy to own, okay? So he's only owned in 45% of leagues. I would go MVS, Ty Williams. Let me give you another name. This is off the beaten path. This guy's only 1% owned. 
Go to Tampa. Adam Humphreys is a guy that I'm okay with you getting in a kind of bi-week fill-in, okay, if you have to fill in. Like, I have teams where I have DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs, right, Manny Sanders. So I'm losing all those guys this week. I'm going to need a guy like Adam Humphreys and James, uh, excuse me, Fitzpatrick is looking his way. Last couple of weeks, Humphreys looks to me like he's almost hopped over Chris Godwin, in the pecking order, it looks like Godwin is now a little bit touchdown dependent, in my opinion. Humphreys might be a name to know, okay? So I give you MVS. I give you Tyrell Williams. I gave you MVS. That sounds like something you need to see a doctor about. And if it lasts for longer than four hours, you know, go see a doctor as well. But MVS, I like. Tyrell Williams, I like. Adam Humphreys, I like. Two other names. Listen, one is Maurice Harris. This is going to be, this is the wide receiver out of Washington that's kind of filling in right there on that role if uh, Richardson goes down. But I don't believe in Harris. Why? I told you already. I don't believe in this offense. They just lost three offensive linemen. I think they're going to be blunt guts trash. So give me a piece of the more productive offenses. I said that this morning. Give me as many Saints, Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Patriots, Eagles as possible. Give me Tyrell Williams as a Charger over Maurice Harris as a Washington football team player. Okay, because of the size of the pie, the production of that offense. But I'm off him. I can understand he is being heavily added in a lot of places. Check that Jamison Crowder injury for that. One other name. Listen, it's interesting. It's Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson has been serving as a running back. I wonder if he's ever going to be RB eligible, to be quite honest. But the reason I don't think it's that is because it looks like my guy, the stereotype, Sony Michelle, is coming back this week in Week 10, and that would render Cordero Patterson in his rushing game incomplete. Again, think about who's coming off by. The Cardinals were on by last week. Larry Fitzgerald is only 70% owned right now. You can get like 30% of you can go out and get Larry Fitzgerald if that's an option. Go do that. Similarly, Christian Kirk is 40% owned, okay? So those are other guys to look at real quick. Let me do this. Let me give out the phone number right now. Let's take some calls here at the second end. The Towards the end of this segment, we'll do more with the Stats Over Beats Cypher in our final segment. The number to call, guys, 347-767-6614. Remember, the number to call is 347-767-6614 as we get it popping with the Stats Over Beats Cypher. Before we do that, um, I want to give you some tight ends. I've been mentioning them already. If you want to go Jeff Hireman, deep kind of stash sleeper, I'm okay with that, but I think you can do better. Herndon, the other question was, I like him if he's available, but my two guys are going to be Jack Doyle and CJ Uzma. Doyle is owned in 38% of leagues, Uzma in only 23% of leagues. So I think that is very, very interesting. And remember, if there's no A.J. Green, I think defenses are going to start rolling towards Tyler Boyd. They're going to need another option to alleviate it. And I think that option is going to be the tight end Uzma, if you want to know the truth. All right, let's look at some questions here. Um, I got strong style. I said strong style. We're at Sam Asuke. Should I drop? Ooh. Corey Davis, Taylor Gabriel, or Alex Collins in a 14 full PPR? No. Um, I wouldn't drop Corey Davis. What you see out of him uh, last night is kind of what you get from him. And that's, you know, I think that's okay. I would not drop Gabriel either to be quite. Eh. Gabriel might be the one. And Alex Collins, I'm definitely not dropping. That's a starting running back in the NFL. I'm not dropping him in a 14 team league. In a 14 team league, Sam. Uh, a starting running back in the NFL is a prized commodity, right? So I'm not dropping Alex Collins, Sam. I'm not really dropping Corey Davis. Tyler Gabriel, of those options, would be the lowest man on the totem pole for me. And they take this from a guy who owns Taylor Gabriel. But no, I uh, Gabriel be, would be the one that I drop. But I don't necessarily think that is... Uh, needs to be your answer. It's like, who are you dropping them for? I guess is really what it comes down to. Um, that's, that's, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. Who are you dropping them for? All right. Remember the number to call here is three, four, three, four, seven, seven, six, seven, six, six, one, four. We up to 56 likes. Let's get a little bit more. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, strong style. You're right. Sony is coming back. All right. Sony is coming back and that pours a little bit of water for the, uh, you know, uh, for the Cordero Patterson at running back. Santiago 
is asking me Marvin Jones or Josh Gordon. Give me Josh Gordon. I'm telling you, I'm taking any piece of these offenses that I possibly, possibly can. I understand Marvin Jones has been decent, but I'm trying to grab as much Josh Gordon as possible. Yeah, Larry M. It's all about those stereotypes. Yes, strong style. It's time to hop off Gabriel. That is the way I would go. Drop Doug Chase Brown. Drop Doug Baldwin for Adam Humphreys. I'm not going that far. Thanks for giving me the frame of reference, Chase. I do like Adam Humphreys. I understand you being down on Doug Baldwin, but I am just not going exactly that far. I think that's a little bit much. All right. Um, oh, really? Perry saying Cordero Patterson is eligible at both positions in their league. That would be awesome uh, for you, but I don't think that's going to happen. I do, in fact, think the stereotype Sony Michelle is coming back. All right, guys, we got to take a little bit of a break. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give out the phone number one more time, 347-767-6614. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. I see the callers lighting up. We're going to take the calls. Then we're going to you know, play a little game of inches and have some fun as we put the fun in functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Jatu Sabe, spitting statistician, stable genius, vocal minority, and the stats over beat cipher when we come back on the other side of the break. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Y'all ask me for advice all the time. I got advice for you if we hear this uh, rejoin music. Yeah, my advice for you, never trust the big button to smile. You know what it is here, especially if that big button to smile is on the five, listening to the show in the car on the five on the way home. All right, big shout out to everybody out there stuck in traffic on the five. All right, um, let's get it. All right, this is where we put the fun and functional sports content. We got some callers out there. Ma- Moby One Kenobi. Oh, Moby One Kenobi. Nah, I get it now. Uh, nah, man, Duke Johnson's going to be a thing, bro. I'm telling you. they It's a new regime there. I was telling everybody there's going to be something different about the offense. Let's see what it is. I think what it is is they're going to get Duke Johnson back involved in that passing game. I'm going to hang my hat on that. Moby One Kenobi, but let's go to the uh, let's go to the phones right now. We kick it off. Oh, we go to someone who may be stuck in traffic on the five right now. Liz in Cali, you are up first on the fantasy freestyle right here with the spitting statistician, stable genius, and vocal minority. Dilly dilly to you. How can we help you for week ten and beyond, Liz? Hey, speech dilly dilly to everyone in the cipher. That's what's up. Um, luckily, I'm not stuck in traffic. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, I just had a quick question, Speeds. Um, I I have I don't know if I should start Big Ben uh, this Thursday versus Carolina or Fitzmagic versus Redskins. Interesting. In standard league. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, it's a standard league. Well, for the quarterback, that doesn't really matter. Um, ben uh, Thursday and Carolina. <sighs> Listen, I understand the question. And I understand the concern, okay, about Big Ben. He's got that finger. He got banged up on Sunday. But you know about Ben at home. You know about the home team on Thursday night football. I just think Ben has been humming lately. I think that Steelers offense has hit their stride. And Fitzpatrick, 
on any given week is going to throw you three or four picks. I ride Big Ben on this one, Liz. All right, that's where I'm going because I think the Steelers are kind of hitting a groove right now, and mm-hmm. I think that they're going to do okay. Even though Carolina is a good squad, them coming on the road on a short week, I give me Ben in Pittsburgh. That's where I'm going. All right, Liz. Hope it works out for you. Right. Feel free to give me a call next week and let me know how it turned out. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, next caller is Johnny. Johnny is from Austin. Hey, Austin, are you a Six Street kind of guy or a Dirty Six Street kind of guy? Oh, Speeds, you know we're the Dirty Six type. Yeah, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. All right, how can we help you, Johnny? Oh, dude, not much. Hey, first I want to give a quick shout-out. You helped me win two of my three leagues last year. Oh, word? So, uh, I appreciate you. Nice. Oh, I appreciate yeah. you, Johnny. And, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't help you win all three, but that's what this year is all about. How can we do it, Johnny? You know what, man? Hey, real quick. Just yeah. uh, Rob Gronk have been a big, big bust. Um, but I got Jack Doyle when everybody was down and out. Right. He was on a bye. I cool. picked him up. Rest of the year, what do you think? Rest of the year, you got to keep both Can of them. I, you can't, no, you can't. Do, but, go ahead. Okay, so I have a flex spot. I have a flex spot. Do I go the Corey Parson offense? Oh, you going double tight, go end. tight end. So here's what I'm saying. I and that, I, so so here's your, here you go, Johnny. No, I'm not going the Corey Parson double tight end offense. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is you got to keep both of them, if, in this case Doyle and Gronk, on your roster because you just said it. Gronk has been defecating the mattress, and Gronk has these injuries. You don't want to be in a place later on where you lose Gronk, and then you're at the bottom of the barrel. You need to keep Doyle as the insurance policy, but i got to tell you, Johnny, if Gronk is active, you got to play Gronk. No, I wouldn't go double tight end. I'm keeping Jack Doyle as my insurance policy if Gronk, you know, misses games. He's missed two of the last three games. Okay, so you got to like putting Doyle in there. But if Gronk is active, you got to go Gronk, Johnny. And thank you for the kind words. I'm glad that uh, we helped you win a little bit of cash. That's what we do here with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Here we do on the Fantasy Freestyle. We help you win your leagues and win that cash and apparently i did that for johnny down there on dirty sixth i would say dilly dilly but i got this pink drink tonight i don't know i got to do some work on it i don't know maybe this is an an autumnal mead we shall see next up on the fantasy freestyle it's one of the guys who's always on usually one of the first callers we go down to tampa uh connor what's going on man you've been telling me about your team and how amazing it is but you still catching l's and what do we do with these bucks things are crazy down there in tampa tell me what your question is and while you're talking i'm gonna take a drink what's up connor what up yeah what did really screw me over this year was like i went on a six game losing streak after my two and all start but yeah. i finally won my next game i'm nice. finally three and six but back I'm, in the mix you think i'm out of the playoff chase what are you three and six yeah. What's your points? It depends on your points, man. Like, let's put it this way. Whoa. You're going to have to get hot. You're going to have to win out, okay? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. win out, if you win four in a row and you get to seven and six, I've, you've told me your guys before. I remember you have decent players. I'm sure your point total. Yeah. Am I correct, Connor, yeah. that your point total at three and six is better than some of the four, four and five teams? Yeah, I'm the highest scoring team in the league. You're the highest scoring team in the league. Then no, you're not out of it, brother yeah. man. You've just been catching bad luck. So like, Keep but like our league, how it works, and it's really dumb. It's just um, the top six teams make it. It's not like the six some seed. I'm right. Six seed. The sixty and the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's what you got to do, though, man. You got to win out and get to a record that could get you in a tiebreaker for that last spot. I think it's possible, but you got no room for error, brother man. All right, Connor. Yeah, buddy. I had a quick lineup question. Yeah, what you got? Um, Take two of these guys from a wide receiver two on my flex. Yep. So you got to pay between Doug Baldwin, Carrion Johnson, AP, Corey Davis, and Kenny Galladay. All right, I heard Baldwin. I heard Carrion Johnson. Wait, I heard five. AP. Who were the other last two? Kenny Galladay and um, and Corey Davis. This is PPR, you said? Point five, yeah. All right, and how many do I need? You need two. Two? All right. It's not AP anymore. Remember, I told you I'm worried about AP because yeah. uh, the offensive lineman just got eviscerated. So it's not him. It's not Corey yeah, Davis because like I think that's Chicago. like that's like kind of ho-hum for me. Um, give me on Johnson is one of them. And you know I want to play the Madonna music so bad, but I'm not going to give you both lines. I'm going to give you on Johnson and Doug Baldwin. 
That's where I would go, Connor. I don't think you want to invest too much in the Lions. You know what I mean? I don't want you having both. That's the thing. I don't want you having both Carryon Johnson and Galladay, and then they go ahead and defecate the mattress in Chicago this week, which is possible. And I think if that happens, it would be Galladay. That would be SOL, not necessarily KJ. So give me Carryon Johnson and Doug Baldwin. All right there, Connor. Carryon. That's what I'm doing. All right, one more call. We got time for one more call right now. Sam is down there in Georgia. Them Georgia Bulldogs look good. Stomping Kentucky. They're going to be in the SEC uh, title game, it looks like, with Alabama. I hope they roll all over that tide, Sam. What's up with you? Yeah, man. I'm Actually, I'm not really a Georgia fan. I'm actually more of a giant New York fan, New York right. sports fan. Yeah, but that kid. Giant yo, let me tell you something. Elijah Giant. Holyfield's kid is running the ball there. And Swift, those are future NFL running backs, bro. So get some scouting for fantasy. Yeah, well, I'm actually a Giants fan, but hopes, hopefully they get better. All right, so what's but up, anyway, Sam? How can man, I help you? I post, I post a live chat about um about what I talk about dropping either those players, uh, Corey Davis, Taylor Gabriel, or Alex. Oh, Collins. that was you. Okay, so, what's up? Uh, yeah, but I had a question about, like, who I wanted to drop for is that, like, I need an extra defense because my Vikings defense is um down. For, it's like they're on by. So right. what's available for defense is uh, so I want to have, like, because next this game I have because I'm 6-3. and three, yeah. And I'm first place in my division, and who I'm playing against, he's like um easy team. He's like a automatic he quit. He has he's averaged like six gotcha. points, and um gotcha. and uh, who uh, the team I have right now is Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Michael Thomas, Juju, Trey Burden, Sounds DJ good. Moore, and I have the Viking defense and Gary Kurtzer. And yeah. who was available for defense is either the Patriots, the Colts, the Jags, or the Lions or the Falcons. The Jags are available. The Jaguars defense is available. Yeah, someone dropped them. Well, that's your answer. So just take it for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Um, Listen, I think it's Tyler Gabriel for the Jacksonville defense. Because what I was going to get into with you is like, do you just drop the Minnesota? Here's the other thing you could do. You could drop the Minnesota defense for the Jacksonville defense. You know, that's another way at it, too. Because Jacksonville is going to be, listen, Jacksonville is going to be a week-to-week starter. I'm trying to bring up their, uh, I'm trying to bring up their schedule right now so I could see it with you, right? Because um, and then we got to compare that against Minnesota, right? So listen, Jacksonville, you got Indy this week. I'm all right with that, but listen, you said you were a good team, right? So I'm looking at, I'm looking at weeks. Listen, look at Jacksonville. I'm looking at the playoffs weeks 14, 15, and 16. Jacksonville has. Tennessee, not a dynamic offense. I ain't worried about playing Tennessee with the Jacksonville defense. Week 15, Washington, they just lost all their offensive linemen. Non, not a dynamic team. Week 16, Miami, please. I think you can ride Jacksonville. The only time you're going to be worried about Jacksonville from here on in is week 11 against Pittsburgh. You know, this week against Indianapolis, I'm fine with. Week 12, they have Buffalo if you need a push to the playoffs. Then Tennessee, Washington, and Miami are their fantasy playoff schedule. I would consider, really, if I were you, Sam, i consider just a straight one-for-one, drop Minnesota for Jacksonville, unless you really love the Minnesota. Let's look at Minnesota's defense, all right? They're on the bye. Then, but look, man. Nah, I'm, I, I, that's the move I would make. I dropped Minnesota for Jacksonville. Look, week 12, they got Green Bay. Week 13, when you may need a big defensive effort to get into the fantasy playoffs, they are at New England. That ain't going to be good for the defense, right? And then during the playoffs, they see Detroit, who's another offense that you know is not the best. I would really consider, Sam, that one-for-one one move. Drop Minnesota and pick up Jacksonville if they're available. Okay, yeah. And uh, one more thing. Yeah, um, should I also take Spencer Ware as well? since I have Kareem Hunt? Yes. Yes. That's a great point, Sam. Thank you very much. Yes is my answer to your question, and thank you for the call. And for Sam and everybody else, if you are ready and you think you're a playoff team... And you get through, as soon as you get through these buys, whatever that means for your team, okay? If, like, for me, week 10 this week is a bad bye week. Once you're set and stable and you got your squad through the buys, at that moment in time, you need to, just like Sam said, you need to start grabbing those handcuffs. The Spencer Wares, the Austin Ecklers, you know, whoever it is, the Malcolm Browns of the world, okay? I'm okay with even maybe handcuffing your damn quarterback at that point in time. You need to drop your fifth or sixth wide receiver you need to drop that second defense you need to drop that second tight end and you need to start organizing yourself 
for your playoff run, and Sam is absolutely right. A lot of that involves getting those handcuffs. So, yes, Spencer Ware is someone you need, Sam, if you're a Kareem Hunt owner. Thanks to everybody for the calls. Let me now let me bring in my man Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Big shout-out to everyone who's liking the show. I got a lot of like buttons also. Danny, before we get to you, I want to check in on that poll. Thanks to the over 200 people that have voted in the last hour. I asked you about Le'Veon Bell. Tweeting, farewell Miami, where he's been training and working out, leaving people to believe he's going to Pittsburgh. 40% of you say, can we just end this already? 37% say, boo, I'm on Team Connor. Only 17% of you are happy to welcome back who in some leagues was the number one overall pick in fantasy drafts this year. My how we have fallen. Hey, Danny Otto, you with me, brother man? How you feeling? I am always here. I'm doing I know good. you are, and that's why you're one of the best in the business, my friend. All right, we got some Game of Inches nominees I want your thoughts on, okay, Danny? All right, I'm ready. Cool, I know you are. Um, my man Fabiano Cordero, he lost or his friend. That's the thing. It's his friend. It's not him, so I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to ride with it because his friend ain't getting a Rotoware shirt, right? But this guy lost by .1, by one-tenth of a point, okay? And uh, his opponent had Kamara, who, like, shorted the very last first down to milk the clock and end the game. Hashtag Game of Inches. What do you think about that one? Oof. I mean, if it was his, then yeah. For it's sure. tough, he, but it was his friend, would, not him. Yeah, he would be in the running. Have his friend uh, send you send yeah. you a tweet. Hey, Fabiano, tell your friend to send me a screenshot, brother man. All right, Dexter, he's one of my hashtag stats over beat cypher originals, and definitely he lost by one and a half. Okay, he said that Gordon touchdown was the game winner for my appoint uh, for my opponent. He left points on the board, not putting Valdez Scantling in his flex. I'm like, eh, he just mismanaged it. Not necessarily a game of inches. What do you say? Yeah, I agree with you on that one. All right, check this out. This one I think is bad. MW number 626 lost by four hundredths of a point. Not four tenths of a point. Four hundredths of a point. Similar. We've seen this before. Lost because of uh, Tom Brady and the kneel downs at the end of the game. Damn. Yeah. That's I right. have never seen it that close before. Four hundredths of a point? Yep. Is that that's possible? It is. I'll tell you exactly how in a second. But that's a nominee. Hashtag Game of Inches. Yeah. Got to put it, right? Yeah. So here's what they do, Danny. With running backs and wide receivers, you know, it's 10 yards for a point, right? You know this. Right, right. For most, in most settings, for quarterbacks, it's 25 yards for a point. So that means every yard is .04. Uh, so one passing yard is .04. MW626 with the TB kneel downs, losing by .04. Hashtag game of inches in my league. Danny, the team that's in second place, I'm in first place. I'm 8-1. and one. You know what? Zoom in on this, by the way, Pa. You could you could zoom in on that. This is the league. This is my longtime home league. Zoom in on that. Yeah, zoom in on that, baby boy. That's right. Where are we? Who's in first place? See how it's highlighted? Because that's me. That's why. I'm eight and one. That's my homes, yo. The team in second place, bang, the thrill of the hunt. Won by get guess how much that team won by this week, Danny? Point oh four, one passing yard. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's another game of inches. That's my second place team in my league that's chasing after me. Just also today traded for Julio Jones. Hey, Unicorn out there on the five. That team, Thrill of the Hunt, that's Adam Stoltz just traded for Julio Jones. I'm not pleased about that. Um, But I digress. So that was another hashtag game of inches. What about this one? Mendo Bruce, my man. Hashtag stats over beat cypher. Mendo Bruce. He won by .14 when his opponent lost a fumble. Aaron Jones lost a fumble. So, you know, a winning game of inches. But I say this because Mendo Bruce is facing my man Kenny Cashman. In the uh, Andy Singleton drafting with Giants League and got a W against Kenny Cash. So big shout out to my man, Mendo Bruce. Last one. Check this out. J.J. Brown, 13-15, Danny. Won by half a point. His opponent got negative one for his kicker. <laughs> it's a win. Hashtag Game of Inches. How you feel? Uh, I don't know. That, that 400th of a point is still the, the top. Right. All right. So MW626 is our game of inches for week nine. Everybody else, hit me up when it comes to week 10. Send me the screenshot. Let me know. I got to finish this drink right here. Do you have any autumnal meads? Hey, Danny, Fortnite uniforms. NFL Fortnite uniforms. We'll talk about it uh, Thursday. We'll talk about Floyd Mayweather's next opponent, too. But I'm out. I got to go vote after this, all right? Hallelujah. Holla back. I'll see you on Thursday. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds, Patreon, Stats Over Beach. You know what it is. I'm out.